What's up, Dave? What's up, Ben? This is Officer Y with the 10-8 Podcast. I am driving to the office now. Just some food. Of course, it's Chipotle. Um, I said that I would give you guys a message, and this will be one of many, but for this episode, this week's episode, I just wanted to say that you guys uh, nail it as far as just cop banter. It's sarcastic. It's witty. It's silly. It's good stuff. The exact same stuff that me and my squad mates talk about when we're just shooting the shit in the office. It's exactly what you guys do, and you guys are nailing it. So, just want to say that I appreciate it, and uh, that's what it is, man. We really, you know, the people that listen to it, we appreciate it. It's a break from life, you know, because it's, it's life. That makes sense. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go have a nice big bowl of salsa verde and watch a Zach Braff motion picture and uh we'll see what happens from then anyway keep it up guys love the show first time long time talk to you later bye Hi, David Men. This is Brittany, and I'm like the queen of random questions. So I just wanted to know, let's say you pulled into your drive and you took your keys out, maybe you opened your garage, but you didn't pull all the way in, and suddenly you saw like a gorilla on the other side of your car. What would you do then, knowing that... You maybe couldn't go in your garage because you were seen, but you still had the keys. Uh, what would you do? Just let me know. Hey, what's going on? It is episode 268 of the Hey My Man podcast. This is Dave. This is Ben. What do you think? I think um, I think that I am surprised to see a gorilla in the region, for sure. Um, if it was probably, all right. There's coyotes here. There's coyotes. There's like rats. Let's, the get, size let's give people of a an, an idea of what kind of animals are indigenous first okay, to Northwest Indiana here, slash yeah. Chicagoland. Whooping crane. Okay. I, I mean, <laughs> probably, right? I think there's hawks. There's eagles. There's some of that. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, anywhere there's a sky, well, this, they can fly this over. This area used to be like marsh, right? right? Like this area should be swamp had we left it alone. Foxes, wolves, coyote. Mm-hmm. Um, Big rats. Rats, snakes, mice, beavers. If you go somewhere, beavers. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like if you go by like the dunes. There's actually like sweet ass like beaver lodges and stuff. <laughs> Dude, there is. You ever go to like Cowles Bog Trail on the no. dunes? We went there for my kids' Cub Scouts once, and uh, like midway through, I don't know, like a half a mile in or whatever, there's like a for real beaver lodge. I don't mean like the place where like all the local drunks from the steel workers go to to get drunk. Uh, like like a, like a huge one. It's awesome. It's badass. So those are areas that are around that here. It would be a great name for a bar in like Burns Harbor, Beaver Lodge. Yeah, for, it would be a great place for alternative lifestyle bar. I didn't. I mean, it's just a great name. But Let's then you're you're shutting that. out some people, and then if plus if like people change or they get fluid, then it's like now you got to change it to like the manhole. 
And it's like, let's just call it the place where like, they'll look at me bar. Sure. Yeah. All those th- yeah, so- yeah. So Beaver Lodges are dope. But if we saw a gorilla, um, yeah, I think um, you check to see how old it is. And by check, I mean like when you're experiencing hypervigilance and when you're extra well, it doesn't focused. have annual rings. How are you going to check how old it is? Uh, you can do the oil check, you know, real quick. <laughs> that means you're out of your car already. Yeah, and what if, depending on your finger, that's how old it is. Mm. So the point is, you can see it in its eyes. Mm. You can tell, like, like if it's if it has that those Michael Jordan yellows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If oh, dude, if a jaundiced gorilla chases you, <laughs> now you're now that thing is pissed. Uh, it's probably got a drinking problem. It's not going to stop until both of his things are satiated. I'm going to break the third wall here and just say stop for one second. Okay. I don't know if it's really a third wall break, but I will. I'm going to go back when I said that. Did you write thinking, down John Gorilla and somehow we got to that? No, but I was thinking back about the Michael. I was talking to somebody this weekend about, or last weekend about the Michael Jordan documentary, yeah. the Bulls documentary. And remember how much of a big deal it was for like a week where everybody was like, what's wrong with his eyes though? But what's wrong with his eyes? And then yeah. it came and people were like, oh, he's definitely his liver's going. We're going to be saying goodbye to Michael. And then it was, I guess he has some medical condition that make his eyes yellow. Yeah. But is anybody really, do we know this? Do we know that? No. I mean, one day we were we were hearing from Alex Trebek that he was like, hey, treatments are over. Thumbs up like Super Dave Osborne. And the next day, a, a piano fell on his head like Super Dave Osborne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Am I wrong? Did you get the impression that he was like, hey, all is well. I'm going to beat this thing. And then it was like, gaboosh. I think he's been in the business long enough and he's savvy enough to know what a lot of celebrities don't seem to get when they get on the mic and start... Uh, repudiating things, right? And they start denying. Um, he just said, I've been in this business long enough to where I just go, I make a quick excuse, I shut my mouth, I sit down, and the and our society will go, ooh, something shiny, and we'll stop paying attention. We were all like, dude, Jordan's gonna die any day now. Nobody cares anymore. Because right. you just gotta, right. that's the secret. How many times have we said that? Just dude, just, you know what I mean? Yes. Dude, every time I get caught in a sex scandal, every time, I just lay low for a day or two. You know I what? stop tweeting and then it just goes It's away. always the key. Somebody else will pop up with something far worse or just more exciting, more timely, um, all that good stuff. As far, I, I thought you were going to say the thing about the gorilla being, I always pictured like the great out, not I always, the first time I heard this question, but whenever I think of large animals outside of a car, I think of the great outdoors where John Candy's got the Zagnut and he throws it on his car and then all the bears get up on his car. And he's trying to, he has to drive out of the <laughs> yeah, property. Yeah, yeah. I also have an answer for Brittany's question. I just get out of my car and I'll tell you why. Because I'm on vacation this week and my basement is finally finished in that I have some furniture so I can actually come down here and watch TV and, and, and relax. So it's not just a finished basement with no furniture, which now it can be my you know, I can come down and, and get away from my go family. Ahead and call, more. Go ahead and call it what everybody calls their area they get to go to now. The man cave. Oof. Right? Yeah. Except it's it's womanized. But anyway. Can you please just call it the manhole? Yeah. But anyway, uh, I've been down here for the last two days. My my wife's been working and my kids are home for, you know, e-learning. Not a one has visited me for 12 hours each day. They, they e-school and then they go to playing video games. Like, cause usually I'm at work during this You're time. You're complaining because they're leaving you alone no, no. during e-learning. But, but here's what I'm saying. My wife came home from work, no made dinner, way. never came down to see if I, you know, I came up for dinner. I came right back down. I am like the invisible man. Not you know the Bill Cosby right invisible man. You know what you're man. doing? Yeah, I know what you're I'm doing. You're walking up to a 
a dilapidated <laughs> bum in an alley with not a penny to his name. And you're walking up and going, it's I a, have nowhere to put these fresh clothes, place to live, and all this fine food. It's a bit of a humble brag. I get it. But my, my point is, um, just like it was flashbacks to when I was quarantined, I'm in the basement. I'm like, hey, I got this this <laughs> faux fireplace, this giant TV, this extreme yeah. like uh, you know extreme couches for everybody to sit on, and everybody's doing their own thing, just like we were talking about with people forgetting about Michael Jordan's yellow eyes. Dude. The basement was cool for two days and everybody else is like, peace, I'm out. I have to go play uh, among us in my bedroom on my tiny little dude. phone in a corner. Yousef, Cat Stevens is singing Cats in the Cradle right now, dude. I can just hear it. For me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, all these years of, leave me alone. I'm trying to watch TV. And now you're like, hey, does anybody want to watch Goodfellas for the 17th time with me? And it was Hello. Like, I'd love to, Dad, but... Sure, have been nice talking. Let me to you. tell you something. This is really going to upset you. <laughs> so yesterday, I was down here during the afternoon, and I watched on my TV, no interruptions. Where do I start? Hopkins, Roy Jones Jr. Then it was Hopkins and Oscar De La Hoya. Then it was Pacquiao and Juan Manuel Marquez one, Juan Manuel Marquez two. Pacquiao, Brandon Rios, because I was just letting YouTube pick my next fight. They had all these full fights? Yeah. Maui, wow. Dude, big screen TV, beautiful picture, mm. but still I had no one to watch it with. Yeah. Oh, and I, I Alone in your riches. And, and, and you know what, Brittany? Uh, it was a random question. That's the best I can do for you. I'm just going to walk in, and I'm going to either one, one or two things are going to happen. I'm going to be right, and he's not going to notice me. And I'm going to walk right past him. It's not going to affect me. Or he's going to murder me. Either either option, uh, I guess I'm fine with. I expect one. I pray for the other. So you're saying like if you just went in your man room, he would like the gorilla. Would oh, he's not like, coming in the house. I well, just, he's definitely not coming because nobody wants to come down there and hang out with you. So like if you go, if you go hey, gorilla, hey, dude, if you want to uh, kill me and tear me limb from limb, if you want to dismember me and eat me, uh, I'll be in the family room. Come hang out. <laughs> And the girl is just like, it was sure nice talking to you, Dave. Yeah, he's like, I <laughs> I cannot watch Jake Paul versus that guy he faced, so I'm out. The girl is like, I don't care about that Nate Robinson guy. Yeah, so, and my wife, the girl is not, I, I'd have to ask my wife if he even could come in because she has all these rules. She was telling the neighbors the other day because we were like, hey, you know, we got the furniture. They were asking like, hey, the furniture came in. Mm. And uh, I had to tell them that, you know, there's new rules that have been instilled. You know, we already have the main level bathroom, which is the guest bathroom. It's a, it's, my wife calls it a no pooping bathroom. No one's, no one's allowed to, to do number two in the bathroom. Which one? In the main floor? Yeah, that's the main floor bathroom. And that's, a, that's a fair rule, dude. But I'm like, what if we have a guest and they have to, you know, have to go to the bathroom. They have, they have to do that. She's like, they could leave. Because oh, the only other option is to as, come upstairs on the level where we live. Yeah, we're going to do it by your room, dude. But now it, it's not by my room. It's in my room. And the uh, now we have a bathroom in the basement too. You don't have one like in the main hall upstairs or something. Yeah, that's the main one. They can't poop in it. It's in your room? No, no. Upstairs. Oh yeah, that's the kids' bathroom. Yeah, nobody wants to go in there. On the fourth floor, how many bathrooms are there? <laughs> you go through the study, and yes. there's a... you can you can you can pee in the elevator, but no pooping. Okay. Um, and then yeah. she has this new rule where in the gymnasium you should have attached to it at least some kind of locker room. The couches upstairs are leather, 
Um, mm. And then the couches here are cloth. You know, we just got like whatever basement furniture. And uh, she has a no dark denim rule. Or as so I call it, my furniture. She was telling me, and then I shared with the neighbors, because they were like, oh, you know, we'd like to check it out. No dark denim. If you if you come here, you cannot wear, she doesn't want jeans on the on the, uh, on the on the light gray colored couches. I'm like, so what? Wait, I'm, what? Yeah. What are you talking about? I don't know. No, no jeans. Can't wear jeans on the couch. What does that mean? Like, why you have to why? wear like you have to wear track pants or uh, uh, I don't know, soft cotton. Dude, I'll wear tapered sweats all day <laughs> on your on your couch. But what do jeans do to furniture? She's just afraid that they'll that the the color will rub off onto the or they're, they're it's an abrasive. What are we wearing? It's an like, abrasive texture. Wearing bleeding fabrics. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, man. This is the world I'm living hey, tell in. Tell Boucher to put some plastic on the couch. <laughs> that's, just... what we all, that's what we all said. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, no, that, yes, crazy, I don't dude. think a gorilla is able. And, and, you know, that's why we're stuck with these freaking Pomeranians or, you know, hair, dogs that have human hair or, you know, don't have dander. You let Pomeranians on the, on the couch, but, I do but not Le- let, Levi's I do is a not, too far. I do not let Pomeranians on the couch. <laughs> Somebody does. Yeah. Well, it ain't me. They're 90 years old apiece. So, I mean, I'm just. Yeah. Also, though, regarding the gorilla. I think like my, my does the gorilla eat pomeranians? We may be able to work out a deal. Of course, yeah. I think um, due to like my my fairly like low self esteem, I this is for real too. This is a true story. Except for dogs, I always think dogs will bite me because I don't think uh, you have to be important for a dog to bite you. But like I swear to God, like if I was in like Jurassic Park and that big thing was like walking by and the like the the, the Velociraptor the T Rex is like staring at me, with this one big eye, and I'm inside like a a, a four by four. Um, I always kind of think like, well, that dinosaur's not going to eat me. He doesn't give a shit about me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yes. and so if I got out and I saw a gorilla, I wouldn't be like, what's that gorilla going to do to me? I would be like, that gorilla is doing some wild stuff. I doubt it has anything to do with me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yes. he's going to go swing from a super dope ass tree. That doesn't, you know, he's going to show people the right way to eat a banana, which is you hold the stem. But but like, why would he stop yeah. to eat me? He's got things to do. The thing is, is you guys all want this. So I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> the fact is, I would have a major anxiety about the gorilla. What's my responsibility now to make sure the gorilla gets to where he goes? Do I have to call the authorities? Do I have to now not come in my basement and shut off the world or in my house? Am I now responsible to stand by to make sure this gorilla... F- I, see, my thing, it, it, I don't feel like the gorilla is going to hurt me. That that That's the last thing in my mind. Not because I'm tough, not because any other reason than my luck, he's going to destroy my house. I'm going to usher him toward my neighbors for sure. Of course. I don't want him on my property. Hey, have him um, go up to your neighbors, if, take his trash cans, and drag him back out to the street. Yeah, whatever. All I'm saying is, is whenever I see any situation, my anxiety kicks in, and it's not... How is this going to directly affect me? It's how is this going to indirectly affect me, which directly affects me, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's how It's funny that you go to responsibility. I go to nobody cares and you go to responsibility. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to shut the garage door and just walk inside because he still might bang on my garage door, which means that I'm going to have to pay someone to fix my garage door or damage my property, the new landscaping. A gorilla could pick up your whole treadmill and just walk down the street and chuck it. (laughs) That's great. It's in the garage, but it's in pieces. So I'm it's I'm assuming he talking. would he would be swinging it like nunchakas. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, the other email or the other oh. voicemail as well. Um, that was more of a statement per se. But thanks for the call. And awesome. I, it's really nice to hear somebody go because I will say, you and I do go to. I wouldn't say it's great lengths because it's not like well, my end is definitely not. But like, he's right in that. Like everyone talks about the same couple. 
it's always politics, blah, blah, blah. The same couple things, especially in his line of work, he hears that nonstop. Mm. He told me he hears about the woke and the whatever. So uh, you are welcome, I guess, for talking about things like gorillas chasing us through the region because <laughs> that's what I would prefer to talk about as well. But thank you very much. Yeah, his podcast is called 10-8 Podcast. I do want to give him a shout out. Thank you. Appreciate it. And I know just from talking to a bunch of people this last week, this this was the private message. Hey, how do I get my own theme song? That was cool. Can I get a theme song? And it's going to take more than one message. It's going to take more than one message. It also takes inspiration because I have to hear a song in my head that goes, that will destroy people's lives. Mm. Let me. That's another thing I got too. A lot of people... We're in agreement with me that once it's in there, it is hard to shake the Air Todd yeah. theme. Yeah. So I have some other ideas in the works right now, but you got to earn it. Depending on what shift it. I am on, I also have GarageBand and a will to ruin people's lives. So like, if you get bored, <laughs> maybe, you know, we'll see. But thanks so much for the voice. I, I also put it out there to... Ten to, codes for days. I also put it out there that uh, I'm looking for anyone to throw their hat in the theme song arena for us. If you write and perform a theme song for us, oh I don't God. care. I don't care if you do it on a, I wanted to say jam box. Those don't exist anymore. But if you yeah. do it on that, I'll definitely play oh it. Oh my God. I will play the S H I T out of any theme song that someone makes up for us. Uh, so I don't care what genre it's in. I don't. I don't care. I don't care yeah, if you sing a cappella, dude. Co- I could care less. Kojak spitting straight fire. For I didn't want to say our, nothing. Our, you know what I'm gonna say for our weird time recorded boys. Listen, you can't you can't can't spit spit these. Uh, you can't come here for the bars for the Heyman man. That's all good though. Hey, I didn't, I didn't say anything. We have a lot of musicians uh, in our. I don't ever want to beg somebody to do work. I just wanted to bust his chops because he made no, one, I get it. He made one for a weird time. Recorded. I mean, here's the thing: myself or you could probably do it too. Uh, we uh, just, yeah. it's, it's been eight years and we haven't done it. So, I feel like I want to bestow the honor upon uh, upon someone else, dude. You know um, who cranks out super good art at an extremely breakneck pace? That my son introduced me to via my brother yesterday. And we won't do a long segment on this, but I just, dude, I listened to three songs on the way here, and it is really something. You want to go in the gutter for a second? Have you ever heard of the toilet bowl cleaners? No. Dude. I've heard of the toilet rockers. They were the support band for Gigi Allen for a while. Yeah. They, they, uh, is this is this where we decide for which one was? It was like European punk rock, <laughs> but it was like, but it wasn't like aggro. Like, this is like underground Brit punk rock, you know, but... No, dude, these guys are this called... This was the- New Jersey gutter punk, okay? Oh, my bad. I was on the wrong side of the bridge there. Nutley, New Jersey. So, <laughs> um, the toilet bowl cleaners. Now, as you know, we've done a billion podcasts, tried to get a million... We've done many things to get followers, right? We've tried everything we can uh, other than naked photos, and I haven't even ruled that out. Um, The toilet bowl cleaners are a band who... Let me ask you this. When you were a kid... Me and my brothers were really stupid, right? But we used to take every song... Oh, we used to be, right? Used to be, yeah, but you still are. Um, we would take every song that we knew and replace the words with like poop and pee and farts. That's what you do when you're eight, right? And 10 and 40. Like you take whatever popular song is and you just put dirty words in it. And we weren't allowed to cuss, so it was literally like poop, pee. Who is allowed to cuss? Are people allowed to cuss? I mean, you act like the rest of us were, you know, we're all allowed we're just to cuss. heathens. We're all allowed to and you were cussing in your house, dude. My 15-year-old sure. dropped an F-bomb on me this week. So we'll get back to that. But okay. Ahead. Toilet bowl cleaners. I've I've made a record. I got friends who've made records. We all try really hard. They wrote a song called The Poop Song. 
It's got 2.8 million streams. It's called The Poop Song. Oh, oh, here's another hit. Poop in My Fingernails. That's a good one. Um, this one is just called Poop, Poop, Poop. It just says that <laughs> over and over. Uh, butt cheeks, butt cheeks, diarrhea. Now, my son is nine. He walks around. His idea of a joke is he'll just go, hey, what's... He'll be like, all hyper, I can tell. He'll give me that weird look, and I'll be like, what's up, dude? What's, what's up? And he'll just be like, uh, butt cheeks, diarrhea. He'll just say gross words, and... I, I roll my eyes and I go, dude, like farts are always funny. Yes. But like do better. You know what I mean? Come up with something more creative. No, it turns out <laughs> you don't have to. These guys literally, dude, they wrote a song called Butt Cheeks. It just says it over and over. Anyways, the reason I'm saying this, you guys are probably tired of hearing these words is I was like, dude, how insane, how lame, how juvenile. I listened to three songs on the way here. I was laughing out loud. It's just one of those things that like my brother took my son indoor skydiving. They were trying to have some uncle son time, right? Ooh. So he took him to that iFly place in the city uh, where they do indoor skydiving. Super cool. He sent me some video. I wanted them to do something just just that, right? Um, so my brother said, well, I never hang out with Dex on his own. So I let him be in charge of the radio. My son puts toilet bowl cleaners and proceeded to make my brother listen to it for 40 minutes straight. And my brother was not angry when he got home. He was like, dude, you got to hear this band. It's so funny. So if you have young kids... And if you um, are trying to get them to hang out with you in your man cave downstairs, say, hey, come on down here, buddy, and listen to the toilet bowl cleaners with me. And I just wanted to mention that this week because I heard it on the way here. And uh, maybe I will plop some poop into yeah. the podcast. <laughs> you think like, oh, he's just like, he's like just saying that like it's not that bad. I read you the titles of the songs. Too. Mm. That means that somebody went, got a band or guys together. Went to a studio, produced it, mixed it, got a hold of Spotify, said, hey, what's the procedure to uploading? Uploaded all their stuff, did every step that are, that, that that the Rolling Stones have to do when they want to put out a new album. And then the guy from Spotify goes, okay, great. Just uh, type in the name of your album. We'll upload it. We'll blah, blah, blah. We'll change it to a WAV file. Blah, 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 blah. And then he goes, yeah, this, uh, this is a really good one. And then the guy emails back and goes, hey, uh, I think there was like an accident. I think like... Um, I don't know, did you mean to type this? It looks like 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 some kind of weird macro. Like, did your kid get a hold of your computer? No, no, the song's called Poop, Diarrhea, Booger Farts. Oh. And the guy goes, oh, okay. Good luck with that. Much to Spotify's dismay, two million hits. You know, that's crazy because I was just, while you were talking, I went back and like I was talking about the uh, Gigi Allen. And Wh- his which band. one of our podcasts has two million streams? Is it the same? Yes. Okay, I was so. talking about Gigi Allen. Uh, and having a, ba- a support band called the Toilet Rockers. And I was wondering, is it possible that some of these people are those same people? But I highly doubt it. <laughs> but I also, I want to share with you now this, the names of some of his silly songs. Are you Great. ready? Yeah, see if they're as good as the Toilet Bowl Cleaners. My Revenge, Dope Money, Be My Fucking Whore, Suck mm. My Ass It Smells, wait, wait. Dog Shit, okay. Wild Riding, Sleep In My Piss, Anti-social masturbator. <laughs> All right. These guys are pretty good too. Last in line for the gangbang. <laughs> die when you die. Commit suicide. Crash and burn. Outlaw scumfuck. And my bloody mutilation. Now this is, this is Gigi Allen's band. Yes. It's A-L-L-I-N. And that and that's, this isn't like before him or after him or so. so this, is this his heyday? So this is, <laughs> yeah, this is later because, so Gigi has, it's, I think mostly, the problem is he can't keep the same band because of, you know, him. So he there's the Jabbers. If you ask me, they are there's some some of the bands that play with him are extremely tight 
good bands. The music they're playing isn't like the most technical, but they're a solid like street rock band, just a straightforward rock band. Okay. And they unfortunately have Gigi singing for them. Mm. Um, and I don't think they went on to, you know, they didn't join the E Street Band or anything like that. Merle's mm. still alive, Gigi's dead. But uh, the fact is, is he had to keep changing lineups because, you know, he he pooped on stage and threw poop on people and smashed poop in people's faces and <laughs> slashed himself with razor blades. And it was more performance art. Uh, but those of you who know can say that there are there is some material cobbled from the first record that who, you're like, OK, cool. Some good rock and give roll me an music. example of a guitarist that played with him. Do you know any of their names? Uh, they don't. I don't. I don't okay, know. Okay, so we'll just say Fred. Fred's playing guitar. Sure. And Vinny's the drummer. Yeah. Dino the naked drummer. Dino's, drummer Dino's the drummer. Right. Fred and Dino. So after the after the show, <laughs> and Merle, his brother, the bass they're player. backstage having a water and Gatorade or whatnot, and Fred goes, "Boy, Vinny, I feel like a real jerk. I feel like put this really egg on my face." And Vinny's like, "How That's come?" And he goes, "And he goes, yeah." <laughs> and Vinny and Fred goes, "Well." In the middle of Suck My Ass, It Smells, I thought the bridge went to B minor. Here I am going to B minor, and you guys were all in C. Mm. And so I had to slide up a whole fret, and I was just like, boy, do I look like a, a fool up here now. Like, everybody is going to be looking at me and how silly I look. Right. Not to fret, because, you know, Gigi was vomiting blood onto some co-ed in the front. Yeah. And who, was, who had her mouth open. Accepting his vomit. And so. Fred's going to be like, I, I know, I, I noticed that actually. I hear you. It's just that I didn't want to say anything because I don't want you to kick me out of the band, but I thought our first three songs were in drop D. And then I, I noticed quickly that you guys were in standard after the second one. So I had to, in I had to in time switch by D back up to an E. And uh, my God, I think a couple, I think a couple guys in the front saw me do that. They looked at me twisting my knob and they were like, this is this guy is absolutely clown college. Well, what I think is funny is to think that, like we were talking about before with Peter Francis Geraci, is is you remember how the the old uh, let like f it, <laughs> let's do it live. Yeah, you know, it's like hey, yeah. we try to do this, we try to do that. Everybody screwed up except for me. You want to, you know, you can't get it right. Let's do it live. I, I have to imagine, like you're saying, it would be funny to imagine that Gigi is like regimented at band practice, like the Ramones, where he's like, no, it has to be perfect. Song, <laughs> song starts and ends. I'm picturing Gigi coming in after a show and going, hey, do you guys think this is a joke? Is this a is <laughs> just this a, a jock strap on? That's it. He's coming Nazi in. Nazi helmet. Yeah. He's got semen shit on in his hair and he's going, hey, you guys are making me look like an asshole out there. <laughs> right. Like, and he's like, and they're like, oh, what? And he's like, you think I didn't hear? You think I didn't hear that you're a half step down for the first uh, half of a song? I had to put shit in my ears just so I didn't hear how badly tuned your guitar was. It's very possible. It's very possible. Just, dude, I picture him just like berating like the lighting guy. We said, we said, when I start jerking off behind the drum set, we said purple lights. We, how many times have we gone over this, Jerry? Jerry, we said purple lights when I'm beating off by the drum set, and and I'll be damned if it doesn't happen again. Because this, what we're doing out here is art. R.I.P. R.I.P. That's all I can say. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Now, though. if you there's a, a video, I think it's called. Uh, <laughs> the idea uh, of him being mad is so funny. You, to me. you could probably go on YouTube and find it, but it's the B side or the, uh, the uh, hated in the nation. I think I think it's the B side to the to the DVD or the extra footage where they show his last show. And like the show gets shut down after like five or six songs and he spills out onto the streets of New York. 
<laughs> and people are just terrified. Like he's covered in, in poop and people are, just, they just don't want anything to do with him. Cause obviously he's vile. I can't believe but the roast uncle. It's suck legit. My, suck my ass. It smells. I mean, Dude, I've never heard any of his music. I have oh, to now. Yes, you have to on the way home. I'll give you, I mean, you go to Spotify, find his best hits. I, I would think that his the, the the top hits are probably the most palatable songs, so you might have to do it a little. What would be cool is a toilet bowl cleaner, G.G. Allen mashup. You know, he, the one band is all Not fun. Not a bad idea. Like, poop, poop, My cousin and, is a prolific DJ. If he could just city. mash those two up, like G.G. Allen, Steve, let's over make there. this happen. Dude, DJ makes, Mind Teaser. That makes a lot. Let's of get sense. it going. Yeah. So, anyways, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty uneventful because of the fact that uh, I'm on vacation. Yeah. So. I been doing absolutely I, I accomplished nothing. This is the best vacation so far because I didn't have a absolutely zero honeydew list except for I take that back. Uh fix the ceiling fan in the master bedroom because it's it making a we keep it on all year round. We rarely switch it off. It it stays on. And eventually the you know the blades get loose or whatever and they make like a th- you know, they, they make yeah. some kind of annoying yeah, noise, yeah. so you got to get in there. And There's like a little bouncing out. thing in there. And then I have another fan somehow got, the remote got programmed to two fans. And every time you turn one fan on, the other fan in the, the my son's fan and the one in the loft, which are next to each other, are programmed. They I don't know how it happened, but they got reprogrammed to, to be on the same program. Hmm. So it's been a big pain in the butt. You got a my high tech house. You my ex- wife's mocking walking around here, going around taking everybody's fan controllers and and saying she's the only one that gets to use the remotes because everyone like, loses them. Yeah, it's just crazy. She's like king of the castle, but king of the castle. With the fan, uh, I got up there and I uh, instead of I don't know why I do this, but instead of like I just start taking things apart. Instead of actually t- standing back and taking a look at it or going online and saying, like, hey, can I get the owner's manual? You could get PDFs of any owner's manual. Yeah, yeah. I don't do that. So I get up there and I look and I'm like, man, this is weird. This looks like a weird Allen key or some sort of, like, some weird drive I've never seen. I don't even know what and this is. And a very is. similar thing this week with a stupid fridge handle. So I tried to to take it apart as, as little as I can and slide some pieces up. And then there was not enough room to get the, the my hand in there with a a proper tool. So then I went to Lowe's and I'm like, maybe they make a specific wrench for this, like an Allen, a long Allen wrench that I could get in there. And I, but I, I can't figure out what the size is or what kind of, is it a, is it a, a, a Torx? Is it an Allen? I can't tell, but I know it's not a traditional, it's not a Phillips. I'm like, I'm, I, I, but I can't see because it's, it's deep inside. It's embedded. Yeah. So I went there, I drove all the way over there and I spent a bunch of time talking to the young guy and I was like, Hey, this is the kind of fan I have. This is the brand. You, go, you went, so you went into the store. Yeah. Look at and, you. Look and at I, you, you apex spreader. I was wearing my mask Yeah, and I've already yeah, had it. Still, it, it doesn't matter. So it's like, it could just get out. I stuff. was explaining to this guy, I go, this is the model fan. This is, you know, can you look it up and see if there's like a schematics diagram that tells you. This is the the bolt that holds the fan blade to the motor. He's like, dude, I stock Phillips screwdrivers. And like he's when like, when you're gone, I'll be putting uh, carpets away. He's like, away. we have a Hampton Breeze end cap, buddy. It's over there. Go look. Everything that's there, like from the chain that you pull down on to remotes, it's all, all take Hampton apart the box. It, it's all the same stuff. It's all there. So I'm like, I'm looking at it. And I go, yeah, but no, this is like a Torx drive or... And Allen wrench, he's like holding it to the motor. And I go, yeah, I go, it's weird, dude. I go, my wife, you know, bought some off-brand something that she got at Salvage or one, you know, one of these stores that it's an open box thing and you can only get one of them. And if something's wrong with it, you're screwed, but they tell you that it's going to be good and whatever mm. until you have to fix it. 
But then I'm thinking, well, I did put it together, so I had to have the tool at the time. Did I take the tool that they, did they have some kind of tool that was specific to the fan that I threw out in the box? So, you know, I'm going crazy. The guy's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. I've never, ever seen a fan blade that didn't go on with a Phillips screw. He's like, so if you have something different, it's not a Harvest Breeze or whatever kind of Hampton Breeze fan. I'm like, no, it is. And he's like, well, then it's a Phillips. I'm like, no way. I go, I can see it. It's round. And he's like, I don't know what to tell you, man. He's like, you need to go back up there and take another look at it because you're wrong. And I'm like, bro, I ain't wrong. I'm not an idiot. I'm a 43, almost 44-year-old man who knows what a Phillips head screw looks like. Calling you a fool. And he's like, dude, Hampton Breeze. They don't make anything but Phillips. Never seen it. I've been here 20 years. I'm like, okay, guy, whatever. So I go back home. I get up in there. And I realized that the thing I'm looking at is the back of the the, the thing that screws into. What? You know what's on the other side? A Phillips, Phillips. head. So uh, yeah, yeah. after all that, uh, and then when I unhinged the fan to try to get to everything, it came loose because I didn't hook it properly on the little hook that mm-hmm. holds the fan to the ceiling. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the wiring comes out. And I'm like, okay, which wires go where? So now I'm going to hook the fan back up. And it's going to be a fire and we're all going to die. I didn't tell my wife. I have a rule. She won't know that until she hears this, but everything's been good. It's been up for two days running. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I have a rule in my house that every time I fix something and put something together, I have to do it twice. Yeah. I always, <laughs> always, always, even do anything. It could be like a tiny little shelf. I always do it wrong the first time. And I, you know what? It's a learning experience. I did write this down when I had COVID. Uh, in my notebook and it says and now me and Ben talk about this all the time to each other where we're like we'll write down little things that come to the top of our head hey that'll be great to talk about on the podcast but sometimes you don't write enough and so this doesn't mean anything to you but this does mean something to me it just says could I be more miserable it's not attached to any other story any pun any quip but I'll tell you this while I was doing the fan blade replacement or attempting to and looking through everything in Google and YouTube. And I'm like, you know what? There's got to be some jerk off somewhere in the Midwest who um, has nothing better to do than make unboxing videos or fan fixing videos. There's a video for everything. People YouTube is our generation's greatest addition to the internet. Like legitimate, legitimate. Um, If you're a single woman or an idiot like me and you don't know how to fix things and you don't have a dad anymore, um, uh, and you and you have too much pride to ask other men because you don't want them to know you can't really do anything. Mm-hmm. YouTube's great. Mm-hmm. It just it's just it's it's perfect. But the problem is, if you put in, you could even put in Hampton Breeze X37 fan, and there will be five videos of people doing anything from changing the light bulb to working the dimmer switch. What do you think? To is, changing the battery on the remotes. It, hmm? What's in it for them? I don't know because they're obviously they're not trying to get stardom. They're not, no fanfare. It's just, hey, I don't know. It's a great question. Like, but, it'd be one thing if they did it, but they were peppering in jokes the whole time. Like, right. ah, I got this crazy person. I just love, I love like, like, I love being in front of a crowd. And the internet's like a crowd. Like, they're doing it. They're like, this, this fan, putting this fan in, it's going to be a breeze, people. Like, here's, that'd be one thing. I'd get that. But the people that do it are like, well, here's the thing. Okay. With the, here's the thing with 95%. I want to step on you here. 95% of the people who put videos up where they show you legitimately like, hey, do you need a hand? I'll show you how to switch out the, you know, I don't know, the blade inside your blender, whatever. No production, no personality, and a lot of fat that needs to be trimmed. 
this video, and I, I'm going to go back and find it. This guy is talking about, uh, I didn't need this one, but I clicked on it because it was about the fan. I didn't realize till too late what it was. This guy was just showing you how to use the dimmer. So we make the remote. He's like, this fan has a dimmer. This is how you make the fan dimmer. You hold the button in and it dims. And then if eventually it'll go through the cycle and it'll go light again. And then you just take your thumb off whenever it's at the, you know, the light well, that the, you like. Most of them used to have that chain system, which I can't believe right. how long that stuck around. Like, well, the, what, am I on low? I don't know. I got to wait five seconds to see which one I'm on. Well, the, the best part about this is while this guy's doing this, his wife must have been looking at Canvas or, you know, wherever they are in the country, uh, their kids' online grades. And she's like, Bryce got a D on his math test. While he's filming? Yeah. But she's talking to someone else in the background. <laughs> and she's calling for Bryce to come and answer to why he didn't get a, a good enough grade on his test. Which I thought was like, I don't know, man. Do, do you watch the video do you go back and watch it before you post it to YouTube and say like, I would lose my mind. I would stop and re-put everything back together so I could redo it again. And I would tell everybody, quiet on the set. It, it's irritating to know when you see me videotaping. I told you after dinner I was going to make this YouTube video showing people how to use the dimmer switch on their Hampton Breeze, Hunter Bay, whatever fan. And you, you, you got to talk about you know, whatever it is. You can't wait. Mm. It's, a, it, it's a three and a half minute video. Yeah. What are we doing here? But I, I Bryce, did, uh, you clearly weren't in a hurry to do your homework all semester, and but but now you want to talk about it. The benefit is only seven people have watched this video, so Bryce can keep his little secret. But, but there's those people like okay, when I had like an art project for school when I was little, I would always get A plus because my dad would do it. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, oh, you need to make like um, you need to make uh uh, what do they call it? a diorama of like the Sioux Indians? That's diarrhea. You need to make di. Oh. Yes. My dad would be like, hey, do you want to record this song called Suck My Ass It Smells? <laughs> be it careful, w- I have to name the episode. Right? <laughs> it would be like, uh, I would have to make like a Iroquois Indians uh, diorama. My dad would get out his stuff that makes it look like water in the river. He was an artist, dude. He would, I would have this phenomenal looking tribe. And the point was, he just liked doing that stuff. I, I do too. He's like, oh, dude, you're going to get an A. Great. And my, my, my teacher would be like, A+, plus. Um, should have gave you an F because there's no way you did this. But I get why he did that because he likes the production of it, right? Right. Uh, I get why people can't fix fans at all, but go, hey, you guys, uh, we're going to fix a fan thing. It's going to be great. Uh, click on that subscribe button and blah, 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 I don't get the people that you're talking about that are like, hey, um, I don't give a half a shit about this video. Uh, my son, Bryce, well, I'll just be honest. Um, he's been a real disappointment to me. And uh, so, I don't know. There's a fan in this box. We're going to get started. What's in it? That's why I asked you this question. You don't like the production. You don't want to be a talent. <laughs> right. You just, dude. Especially you, when it's a one-off. Could it be that you just it, love fans or whatever? When I clicked on this guy's name, he didn't have like, this is Bill now changing out a, a dishwasher motor. This is, you know, this is him putting a thermistor in a refrigerator. It was like, hey, there's one video of this guy. And he's putting, he, he's not even putting anything up. He's doing, he's, he's showing you how to use a dimmer switch. And so then I think <laughs> back, like- you remember in the days when like, uh, I remember I got my first personal handheld, like uh, a high eight video camera uh-huh. after I was married. Like, so in like, I don't know, 2001, maybe 2000, 2001. And in fact, 
my buddy convinced me, which I'm sure my wife was irritated about. Uh, he was a professional or going, he had aspirations of becoming a professional skateboarder. He was an amateur skateboarder that had, was moving out to California to skateboard. Is and so buddy? he was, yeah, he was like, hey, you buy this high eight camera and you film me and then we'll make cool videos because you like editing and, you know, you do all that part and I'll do the skating since I'm good. Um, and we did like one session and then I don't remember what happened. Like we just got, we never got around to it. He's like, hey, dude, I met this chick. She's got a beta. <laughs> but yeah, I carried this camera around every, you know, for, when I first had it, every event, I was like, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to shoot uh, grandma's birthday and I'm going to. And so you're just trying to to find content, trying mm. to figure out something to videotape. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe this is what happened. This guy's like, well, let's try the new video camera out. I'll, I'll show the dimmer switch. I think and some people are just real life versions of a dimmer switch. Or do, or do you think he put this dimmer switch video up thinking it may catch fire. And then when it did and he was like, fuck it, I'm out of the dimmer switch. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not going to be a YouTube influencer. <laughs> I, th- I think it goes back to my Madden theory. Everybody gets a hundred points. And he's like, I have a lot of points in fixing dishwashers. I don't have many other it's points. It's not a bad thing to have. So I just better film myself using all my points. I told you before, uh, in the summertime, myself and my neighbors were having a uh, a conversation about a zombie apocalypse. This is probably when, when COVID, we first heard about it, but it, it was just like happening. And I... I st- after a couple of drinks, decided to uh, be real with all my neighbors and tell them right then and there who I would kill and who I would keep and what their purpose would be. Uh, and then I allowed some of the people who I decided I would do something with to advocate for themselves or their loved one for me to keep them. There's but that. no, nobody stepped up and was like, well, why do you get to be in charge? He just sort of fell in line in that same vein. Was it super uncomfortable where you, where you were like, when you were like, hey, Joe, when you, when you, when you die off and my wife die off, or dies off, um, she and I are going to have to meet. Like, I'm not saying like I wanted anything to do with your wife. I'm just saying like when you guys get eaten. <laughs> I'm not ashamed and I don't get, no, I don't get, nothing gets awkward for me. I make things awkward. So you say you're going to procreate with his wife and it goes well? I say a lot of things. <laughs> I say a lot of things. Uh, but again, nobody, not, nobody once said, I don't like your plan for me or I don't like that plan at all or yeah. I'm going to start a faction and my faction is going to destroy your faction. In fact, uh, one guy was basically like, "We kill you day one. You're completely useless and have bring nothing to the to, to the to mm-hmm. the game, and you're actually just dead weight." And he was just like, yeah, "I get it." And he was like, <laughs> "He was like, he just chuck me off the roof like we were like in Iran, and I had a boyfriend." Yeah, just chuck him off the roof. That's what's gonna happen. To some and he people. was like, "Well, it makes a lot of sense." I mean, my wife just said right off the bat, she was like, "I'll just kill myself because I don't want to live in a zombie apocalypse." I mean, what am I gonna watch on TV? What no, I remember do? her. So just the quality yeah. of life would be so bad. I get it. Dude. And- okay. Similar to that, though, you got me thinking. I was listening to somebody this week. What is more uncomfortable than hearing somebody tell a story wherein they are the star of the story and they kicked ass and they were awesome? Like, have you ever had anyone tell you a story? And here's the moral of the story. Something happened and, and I was like, hey, I did something awesome and I was super tough. And I shut everybody down and it ruled. What is your, a super bragger story? What is your response to a story like that? Are you asking me because you don't know or are you just setting me up because you just do Just asking know? you. If, if, if you go out for coffee with a friend of yours and he goes, dude, I was uh, at this restaurant and this guy came up and he was like, uh, put your mask on. And I said, hey, 
why don't you put your mask on? And I shut him down. And I was like, you know what? F you and F this whole restaurant. And I tell you a story about how like, like, and then his friends came up and then I was like, F all you guys, you want some? Let's go right now. And then like, that's how the story ends for him. Or you can make up your own details, but it goes like that. And then at the end of the story, you go, cool. This cool. is a problem. Cool. Hey, thanks for sharing that story with me. Um, I feel weird being here now. This is a problem I've had my whole entire life. And people have pointed it out to me. And I'll be in a room and somebody will come in and tell one of those stories. And, and you know, we're all, myself and several other people are listening. And everybody else is just smiling and going, oh, cool, man. And I'm that guy that immediately starts asking questions to you know, sort of usurp. You want to break it down? <laughs> yeah, because I don't believe it. Okay, um, somebody goes, now, Somebody goes. I went to the bar, dude. I picked up this chick, dude. She was like 11 out of 10. Totally, totally like brought her home that night. Well, I guess dude, it was awesome. All, and when we went home, I was. she said I was the best I've ever had. And then it's like, but you know that guy can't take a joke. Right. You know it's not like, oh, that didn't happen. You start busting his balls. He's going to stick to it because he's so proud of this story. Yeah. He, that either happened or he made up. It doesn't matter. Well, th- this is the kind of, I just make people start producing proof. I'd be like, well, I mean, obviously in this day and age, everybody has an Instagram or a, you know, let's see a picture of her, you know, and it, I've had that happen many times. And then people, when they know they're put on blast, they're like, well, you may not think she's an 11. You may, I mean, you know, that night, I mean, the pictures that she has on her Facebook page or, you know, they're not really representative of what she looked like that night. You yeah, know, but, but but you just ordered. A I meal. will not let anybody. I will not let anybody tell some grandiose bullshit story like that. You just ordered me. a meal. You're there for 45 yeah. minutes. You want to debunk for the next 45 minutes? Is it because now the story that you didn't want to hear about for two minutes, it's now what you're doing for an hour. Just like books, I can put one down and walk away. My my closest friends, they wouldn't do that anyway because they know. In being around me long enough, people know, and being around anyone, it's like, you know your audience. So it's like, they're not going to tell me that story. Now they might, if a third guy showed up, they might tell him that in front of me. That's a mistake too. Hmm. I don't, it's not that I want to kill Joy, but I'm just oh, like, I'm not saying you're a kill no, no, I'm just saying I'm, these, these stories make me so uncomfortable because I get nothing from them, but, but awkwardness. And I don't know how to react. Cause I'm like, cause I'm like, what? Okay, say you say it's a story about a super super hot chick. What do you want me to do? Like what? Okay, you're the one telling the story, right? What would my response to you be to make you stop telling the story? Because you, would say, you whoa, told whoa, me the story, whoa, whoa, so whoa, whoa, I whoa, you, whoa, whoa. you told me the story because so I would think you were a badass. Yeah. Now if I go, wow, dude, that sounds pretty awesome. Good job with the ladies. That's not enough. You gotta, you know what I mean? Well, I feel like. In order to to you need to discipline this person about storytelling because it this, this shit can get flagrant. But you kind of got to write that person off though. They, they get flagrant, but you want to protect them. Yeah, I would write them off. I'd say this is our last. You know, we're done now. But <laughs> moving forward, I don't want to end up in the manhole by myself <laughs> when nobody wants TV with me. Moving forward, this is what I would tell you. Oh, that does sound nice. Never tell another story again. You're terrible at it. I told my son this today at dinner. Exact thing. I said. Yeah. I go, dude, do not get a job telling stories. You're the most, you, it's boring. What is your point? Hmm. What are you talking about? And he was telling me about some assignment he had for some class. And I was like, you got to spruce this up. You got to come from a different angle, man. Yeah. And, and you know what? This is, people ask me all the time. They say, when you retire, like, you know, maybe at your job, you, you, people love their job or people love, you know, some people love golf and some people love building things at their house and some people like uh model trains ceiling fans 
so a lot of people like a lot of things and people friends or you know you get in these discussions and people go like hey man like like what 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 gets you going man what do you really like and i say well you know i like i like playing guitar and i like i like my skateboard and uh but i mean do i love it i mean what does that mean is it something like you know what i like doing run in my mouth i just like you nothing better than yeah, talking i best. love i love telling stories i got people that stop me in the hallway at work and i can tell they just wanted to do a two sentence and then see you later but no, you just asked me my opinion on something, so buckle there, up. Do you ever see that curb episode? Now you're late for wherever you're going. Where a guy's coming down the street, <laughs> and Larry, I think maybe Larry and Jeff are walking the other way, and a guy says something to Larry, but he does it in a way where like you can tell he wanted to have a little bit of a long... And Larry just says, hey, and keeps on walking, and he, Jeff's like, dude, that guy wanted to, you know, why, why'd you brush him off? No, he wants to like, do the stop and chat. I didn't want to stop and chat. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but with that being said, um, I love to listen to stories read stories, stories, like from legitimate storytellers. And that's where I... It was the best of times. I, it was the worst I love to tell stories. And I never tell a story cold. And I, I shouldn't say never, but I always... I'm always testing. I'm always mm. I'm always testing. I'm always testing the waters. But I, I, I don't go... I don't go full... I don't go full story. You're like Eminem, like in the mirror right before he battle raps. You're like, yo, I don't give a fuck who it is, man. You're like, yo... So listen, like these trash cans, well, dog. The hey, yo, these trash cans, dog. I gave the garbage man like twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about. Fuck, I, that when, up. Hold on. I gave the gas man like gave the garbage man like twenty five dollars. You know what I'm saying? I when you <laughs> when when have you ever? I mean, no, you have. Everybody has. When you tell a story and you get to the bottom of it, and whether it's a, about you, you know, having some grandiose adventure mm. or not, and you in your own mind are thinking, man, where do I go now? Because everyone's sort of looking at me. They didn't get what they needed out of your story. Yeah. And you know it. I mean, you you dro- know it. You dropped it, a real egg. This this is where I, I, I catch myself doing this, and this is something. Uh, you ever tell a joke, it lands in one room, and then you go set that joke up in another room. You go, hey, these guys were up there, and this guy said this, and then I said that. Yeah. Does, yeah. It, it never has the same oomph that it does yeah. when it is crisp and new and fresh. I bomb with my brothers at like a 65% clip. And I'm like, hey, dude, the funniest thing happened the other day. Like three seconds in, I'm like, oh, shit, they're already out. That's like there a, are, I, could, I lose them so fast. But that's a joke, okay? A story, it's not a story. Dude. No, no. What I'm saying is if you if you can come off the cuff with a joke in the moment and it, and it lands, the chance of you reanimating it somewhere else, setting up the scenario. Because like I said, what most people do is they don't wait for the opportunity to throw the joke out again. What they do is they build their opportunity. They Like a, like a late night talk show host. Okay. Hey, so anyway, I was upstairs uh, and this guy said this and he said that. And then I came in with this yeah. walloom. And, so here I am at the bus stop. Right. I'm like, what? Yeah. Uh, but stories are different because you find when you tell a story, you find the beats and then you realize what worked and what didn't. It's like a choose your own adventure. You go, man, I opened this door and I did yeah. not uh no, I got to go come a different way. Yeah. But some people will con- went Some people will continue thing. to tell the story the same ineffective way over and over again. And I I that 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 bothers me. It's just, almost as annoying as a people that laugh um, as a punctu- as punctuation to every sentence they they have like a nervous laugh. Yeah, I can't I can't take it. I will call people out like that. I can't handle it. Like, why are you laughing? I think I just like I don't like offending people. You know what I mean? Like when someone tells a weird story, I'd rather just like don't you owe it to slowly. Them? Nah, I don't know shit to anybody. What do you mean? <laughs> I know you don't want to be. Uh, what did you say you don't like to do? I don't like to crap on. No, that's not what you. What's the term you said? 
You suck, said you want to be rude to people. Smell? <laughs> no. <laughs> See, now I got to do it. Uh, <laughs> you were saying that you don't like to offend people. I don't. Like, yeah, I don't like when someone tells a story. I th- I, w- I want to be like. Why don't you just think I bought the story? Have you heard somebody like? Why don't you just like just be like, yeah, yeah, Ben believes me. I'll go like, yeah, it sounds sounds crazy. Anyway, so what are we ordering? Have you ever heard somebody tell a story to you that you heard, you heard days before you overheard them telling someone else? Oh, like yes, and and it's the same. So what I'm telling you is you're in a unique position to go. Hey, bud, don't don't tell me any stories ever again. But if I could, if I could give you <laughs> start off with that. When I was growing up, there was this guy Mike Bassetti that lived in my neighborhood, and he had a scar on his stomach. And he once told me that uh, he got bit by a shark. And he was probably 12 and I was probably 8. Something like that, me and my brother. And what we, a fantastic we went around line. telling everybody this dude went on vacation and got bit by a shark. We didn't know any different. And I remember telling my mom, and she's like, he didn't get bit by a goddamn shark. That's not what happened. No, that kid had type 2 diabetes. Well, then later he said that he, he got uh, cut by live coral. Like he was swimming in the ocean on vacation oh, and got right, cut by right, live yeah. coral. Yeah. And I told my mom that she's like, that's more believable, but probably still bullshit. It's probably, you know, he probably like, you know, did something here in whole and in Northwest Indiana. But I thought to myself like, Hey, this guy bought a year of me going like, Hey, you got it. I tell other people, you gotta go talk to Mike, bro. He's got the story about this just shark attack. It was insane. He got bit by a shark. And his story was just basically like, yeah, dude, I was in Florida. I got bit by a shark. And it was like, Ooh, cause you're a kid. But what I'm saying is, is like, I am going out and advocating for this guy to tell his stupid ass story. Well, that I would never do. This is when I, but I realized as a, as a young man, uh, the importance, the importance of this whole thing is to have, if you got personality, if you got a little bit of something, something, it could take you a long way. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be a weightlifter. You don't have to be, you don't have to do BJJ. No, you don't even have to do BJJ. You don't even have to do, you know, you don't. Yeah, I mean, it's you nice if you do. But. You don't have to do Taekwondo. You don't have to fix cars. You don't have to do CrossFit. I think I think the best I would be able to do would just be to be like, all right, man, hey, you're making everybody uncomfortable. Anyways, back to back to dinner. What were we talking about? Like back to the cigars and bourbon, right? My best would be like to deviate from it, to make like a light joke of it. Because it's just too awkward for me to go like, hey, dude, I don't know if that story is true or not, but, but this is a mixed it's super company. weird. Yeah. This is this is somebody who's an acquaintance to you, like a, like a, a dude who works with you that you don't really know too well. Like, but what, if but, you were in a room with your brothers, they would shut you down. They they in, as you would do to them, or as you would do to yeah, me, and I would yeah. do to you. I'd yeah. be like, nah. This is this is that next tier. Like, I consider myself a semi-professional, like top, like uh, Golden Glove storyteller. Mm. That's what I consider myself. I'm not gloves. saying you yeah. consider me that. I'm just considering myself. Oh, okay, so. Fine. I feel like I can I can get hey, in there. If you're and, not, you're never going to be there if you don't think like that. You know I, I, mean? I feel like I can get in there and and, and throw with the best of them. Yeah. I, I could make a uh, I could make a mediocre story fabulous. Okay, and I can you know so and I feel that I feel you could do the same thing. So I'm mm. not going to let you get away. I can punch up your good story. I'm not going to let you get away with some you know cheating yourself and that's what i tell you you're letting this person cheat themselves if so you, so it might depend on the level of fr- like if this yeah. guy if this guy is a double a single a friend mm-hmm. you let his stupid story slide i don't you do i still don't i just like you saw me do before because well, you go at everybody where I, I bring this all i bring this up often so i'm sorry i was with ben 
we were taught, we ran into someone he knew. This guy started talking immediately. I was like, yeah, I've had enough. Like right to the guy. I was like, I got to keep moving on. <laughs> uh, I can't, I got to, maybe I got to get there. Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't know if it's in me. No joke. I wasn't, uh, I mean, I, it was, I was being, uh, an asshole. On you purpose. were just like, Hey, I'm good with this whole conversation. Yeah. But out. I like cut the guy off with sort of like the hand to that. Like, yeah, I'm done. I, I can't hear one more sentence. I just, I, I, I got to get out of here. I did that to the janitor at my work once. I felt like a jerk, but oh, I felt like a I jerk was trying too. to get dressed. I wouldn't have clothes on. He kept talking. I just put my hand up and go, but like, I, I was using the, <laughs> like I was like Anakin Skywalker using the force. He was like, he was like, you know, yeah, it's so earlier today. And I was just like, not now. I always tell people. Felt bad. That's it, not me, but I was in a I was in a bad way. If you day. if you don't have the spirit I have, just fake a heart attack. <laughs> That's good. Maybe maybe someone sticks a wall in your mouth so you don't swallow your tongue. But I mean, it's still better than hearing any more of their story, right? That's true. What if, what if the story's true? But it's yeah. still so intense and awkward that you just don't want to. I mean, unless you landed on an asteroid, what if you and really fracked did... into it and then dropped a nuclear bomb into it? I don't want to hear it. No. What if you really did beat up three guys in an alley or something, right? I also don't want to. I mean, me but I just don't want to hear that story yeah. either. It's I, cool if it's true, I guess. Good for. Look, I'm glad you didn't get beat up. You know, but I was going back through some uh, some of our old shows over the weekend and uh, at, through our YouTube, and I was watching some of the old videos you, I, or your brother put together. And there's one. It was like a bit we were talking about. I was talking about how uh, Colonel Troutman showed up and uh, to to Teasel's little base camp and was like basically saying to. Uh, to everybody like, Hey, you got you, I'm saving you from Rambo. It ain't about, you know, I, I'm not saving him from you. I'm do the other way around. And then he went on about how, you know, Rambo did this and he's the best in weapons and tactics and he'll eat things that make a billy goat puke. And I, the concept of the podcast that I was listening to me and you talking was saying the hype man mm-hmm. and the same thing with the story. You can't tell your own. Now, you, if you have the hype man, you can now a story hype man, this is where you come in. Or, uh, you know, you, you, you set me up and you go, Dave, tell the story about it. And you start telling it and I, and, and then you go, no, 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 Dave, you got to tell it. You were there. You tell it great. And I go, no, I, I act a little humble about it mm. first. And then you go, no, dude, just tell it. Just tell the story. And I'm like, ah, these guys don't want to hear the story. You're like, no. And then you start telling it. And then I have to stop. You go, all right, I got to tell it. Cause you're fucking the whole thing up. But this is a pre-set up. This, th- this happens. Maybe. We talked about this before we went to the bar in this scenario. Maybe it would be a nice Hanukkah or Christmas gift to be like, hey, dude, I'm going to be your barker. Like when we go out tonight, before you get there, I'm going to say, you guys didn't hear about the fight he was in? Oh, dude, three guys in the alley. And I tell the great story. That way, like, when, dude, he really doesn't like it when people bring it up. But I'm, I'm, I'm talk about it. I can get him talking about it. You let me let me warm him up to it. It's a, dude, it's a crazy story. Or you just get out in front of it and you know the story he's going to tell. And you tell the people at the table, and you go, hey, don't bring it up because it'll upset them. But here's what happened. And then as soon as that guy goes, uh, starts to tell the story, they go, oh, do we know? We, we already heard about it. It was awesome. And then it's diffused. Yeah, but what I'm it's saying is- a lot is of calories if, to burn if, if instead wanna, of just not going out with them. This is, but this is what I'm saying. In order to, you got to help this person. I feel like it's no different than, uh, you know, driving by a guy that's got his thumb up on the side of the road. And you're not necessarily driving through the puddle. Yeah. You're also not stopping to help him see what he needs. Yeah. You know, because you possess a specific talent, which you said, like, I could punch it up. But what that person I mean, needs is a hug from his father to say you're enough when he's eight, and I can't do that for him. Well, well, it, not this. I don't know this person. But I'm just, this type of person. Usually, why does someone brag and make themselves so awesome? Because they think they're not. No one, and no one else is doing it for them. Yeah, real badass people usually don't do that. Dave Ovation. Dave Ovation. Dave Ovation. 
coming from a, an idea here. Okay. What if we did? What if we sold a service like that? You know, you you were the you sold like a a, a Barker esque service, like a uh, an Uber or uh, what is it? Uber Eats or or what's the one they drive? DoorDash. Uh, DoorDash. Where you're in a bar. And I don't, you don't, I don't come up as a wingman to take, to take a grenade for you, but I do come up and start telling a story that you pretend to be bashful about. So you could tell, you know what I mean? I lay the groundwork for a setup, man. Yeah. And there's something to it. What are they, the warm up comic? What do they call him? Is that what they call it? Like before, before like Ellen comes out. There's a warm up, then there's a feature. Oh yeah. Like a TV show. Warm up comic. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like Something like like, like a fluffer, a crowd fluffer. Yeah, would that work for the ladies too? Like you're at a bar, like you fluff, you go, "Hey, dude, uh, you, hey, I'm not trying to hit on you. I just want to know is that seat taken? No, I don't need it. Just I'm meeting a friend here. He had a rough night. <laughs> he took out yeah, right. five dudes. Yes, they he's, all look like NFL players. He's actually changing his jeans because he ripped the crotch out of his old ones. He was gonna wear his Chuck Norris action jeans. He didn't, and he's kicking himself about the whole thing. Yeah, I want to make sure he's got enough room because sometimes he just does the splits, <laughs> standing up and and on the ground both. Right. And I just want to, like I don't want him to like. Kick you guys you. know you've seen you saw him on the cover of Black Belt magazine. No? Yeah, when no? his amazing thighs fly past you, like when he's doing that, I don't want it like I don't want you to like be alarmed. You know what I mean? I mean, this may work. I don't know. Maybe we're wrong. He maybe says maybe he has the women trouble. listening to this are like this wouldn't work, but gay dudes it would definitely work for. It's definitely work. He'd be like, he has trouble getting. <laughs> All of it in his jeans. And I keep saying, wear bag your stuff. And he's like, no, dude, why should I have to sacrifice fashion just because my package is huge? Right. And I was like, yeah, that's a good point, bro. So I told him that anyways, he's on his way here. He's going to be here pretty soon. Well, he'll be here soon. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're getting out of here. We will see you next time. Later. When the diarrhea shoots fast from your butt, once it hits the toilet, it bounces back up and it stains the bottom of your toilet seat and... It also stains your butt cheek. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, bounce back. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, baby. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, bounce back. When the poop comes out with so much force, it won't just sit nice in the toilet, of course. No matter how well you try to aim, a mess is made and you're to blame. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, baby. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, bounce back. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, baby. Diarrhea bounces back every time. Diarrhea is quite unique, cause when you're done, you don't just wipe between your butt cheeks. You've got to wipe them on the outside too, because they're splattered with toilet water mixed with poo. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, bounce back. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, baby. It's called the diarrhea bounce back, bounce back. Once you have flushed, you must clean underneath the seat before it turns to crust. Unless the toilet is not your own, in which case don't bother, just go home.